Today on The Breakdown, your head's up. It's a $10,000 buy-in. You're staring down the barrel of one of the greatest online players of all time, Sammy Kelleparo, also known as Lars Luzak, also known as your worst nightmare. This guy makes folds that an origami master couldn't make. This guy makes calls that AT&T couldn't connect. This guy makes raises... Help me out. I'm done. I'm done. The, the uh, <laughs> best terraforming tractor on Mars couldn't make. Could not make. Yeah. That's right. Sammy Caloporo. He's going to be up against a, a man who is not a slouch himself, Rui Ferreira, over a million in live earnings. Anyway, these guys are going to be heads up for the title. Thousands and thousands of dollars at stake, of course. Over a quarter million to the winner. All these things. And there's going to be a spot. Because there always is a spot, isn't there? You're walking around, and there's the spot. Well, guess what? Sammy Calipuro, you're staring down Sammy Calipuro, and it's a spot. And now we're going to get into it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. I don't know what to say about yeah. that opening other than, are you okay? <laughs> I feel like we could have edited that, you know, just down to like half of what it was, and it would be the same opening. Like, did I just repeat myself a lot, maybe? Yeah, a little bit. I'm sorry. It's okay. We're obviously not going to edit it down. No, I mean, that would take effort. Effort, work, time, resources, those things we will not be committing no. <laughs> to this podcast. We give nothing to this podcast except what we give to the podcast, you know? That's a well said. <laughs> Thanks. You only do as much as you do. You know what? It is what it is. Classic, yeah. classic early 2000. People still say that. Yeah, but it's, is, it a, is it a good thing to say? No, I don't think it's ever been a good thing to say, but I find myself saying it sometimes yeah. when I just am like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> you know, that's why people don't like it. I guess. Right? Yeah, it's like it's it's sort of dismissive. It is dismissive. Way. I guess it's a way of trying to help people. From people say to them to themselves, it's like a way of trying to like accept whatever the situation is. Like I can't actually change it. It is what it is. But but it doesn't actually mean anything, right? Like I, I saying think, it I is, think there is. I think there is meaning behind it. I think from a literary standpoint, I can see where you're coming from. Like if we're looking at it through the the lens of of grammar and the Oxford English Dictionary and stuff like that. Let's. Sure. Then it's then it then it is meaningless. But from a meaning standpoint, what you mean when you say it is exactly what you sure. pointed out. It's like this is a thing that I cannot change. Like of course. Like why would I do it? But can't we just say it is? Why do we have to say it is what it is? Can we just say it is? Alright, let's give an example and see if it works. Okay, good. All right. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me think about you this. Really one. get in trouble here. I know. I want to fill up my car with gas, but the damn prices went up 30 cents yesterday. It is. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if that worked. Uh, maybe it's because of the tenth. Let me try it again. It was. It did. <laughs> it did. It did is actually okay. It did. No, it's not. Yeah, say, say the thing. Watch. Go ahead, say it. Uh, I want to go camping in the woods, and my family really wants to, but I heard there was a really aggressive Yeti in that part of the woods. Yeah, there was. It doesn't really work. <laughs> doesn't really work. Yeah. But if I say it is what it is, that doesn't work either. In that case, right? That one doesn't work in the same way. Mm. I guess it does. I guess it, it is what it is. Yeah. Like you heard about a Yeti and you react to it how you react yeah. to it. 
It's just sort of saying, I have nothing to add to this conversation. That's what it is, what it is to say, right? Yeah. I have nothing of any value, and instead I'm just going to fill words and, and reflect back to you what you're already saying and let you know that you're just going to have to deal with, with the reality of it. Yeah. What, what could we say that's shorter and less infuriating than it is what it is to someone? Like, how about deal with it, bitch? I mean, I think people like to be acknowledged. Yeah. So you could say, that sucks. You could just say, I acknowledge you. I hear I see you. you. <laughs> I am one of the Navi. Yes. <laughs> Let us intertwine our hair braids. They're not hair braids, really. They're genitalia. Sexually. <laughs> <laughs> They're hair genitalia. It's really different. Yeah. And I think that's fine, to be clear. I'm not part of the cut the Navi's hair so you can, you know, make it so they can't reproduce group. Well, that's I'm not a- why I want to cut it. I want to cut it so that I can... Careful. <laughs> <laughs> so I can <laughs> grind it down into a fine powder and snort it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Snorting Navi genitalia yeah. hair. Okay. I mean, I guess people do stuff like that with like elephant. It's good for the kidneys. Elephant testicles? Probably. Why, why wouldn't Somebody's they? done that. Definitely someone's. I mean, the, the whole scarcity thing is important. So like it's a lot of value if it's scarce. So like yeah. an elephant horn, the ivory from an elephant yeah. horn, you know, and you want to you snort that, so hoping it, you know, keeps your cock hard for a while <laughs> or whatever, you know, like congratulations probably won't work, but you can give yourself the rush of knowing that you're, you're doing something that most people can't I believe, do. Uh, it's a tusk when it's coming out of like the mouth area. <laughs> it's a tusk horn is on the top of the head. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but when it's the Navi hair genitalia, then it's just hair genitalia. Yeah, so in that case, also grind it down to a dust and a thin dust and know that very few people are going to have this opportunity. And you are part of an exclusive club. Yeah. And the Navi are fictional, despite what some people may think. (laughs) (laughs) Who thinks that the Navi are real? There's people who are very into Avatar. It's the Navi, right? I don't know. When when Avatar 2 comes out, and then 3, 4, and 5, which are all coming out, to be clear. Can't wait, JKLOL. They're going to be a visual feast. I'm sure they will put a lot of money into the visuals. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um 3D is not a thing anymore, though. That was like a big deal for the first Avatar. It was only a thing because of the first Avatar, though. It wasn't a thing. Avatar did it, and it was a thing. So if they do it again, and they do it really well, it could be... But are theaters set up for 3D still? It's, they weren't last time either. You just, oh. you just need the right... Okay. You, you just need to project it because you get the glasses. I see. Yeah, so it's not a big deal. Okay. Um, does anyone want 3D? No. 3D sucks, right? Mm-hmm. I was, like, that was a waste <laughs> of time and money. There was us. a time when they were selling 3D TVs that could, that would cost a lot of money. I remember. It was right after Avatar, actually. Yeah. There was like a five-year period of them selling a lot of 3D TVs, or at least trying to sell them, I, was, yeah. I should say, because I don't think many people bought them, because why would you want that? No one wants to wear like 3D glasses while they watch TV yeah. in their home. And one day they're going to invent the TV that does 3D without glasses, and that's going to be different. But until then, no one's going to care. Hot takes from the levy seat. Yep. When we do the levy Denison general podcast which is the working title (laughs) i love it i think we're probably gonna go with that presented by apple uh that'd be good we should say it's presented by apple even if it isn't actually that's a good idea like then they'll eventually just start paying us (laughs) (laughs) well also people be like well if it's presented by apple i better that's awesome i better listen to it yeah i actually think that is a good branding idea and we should do that and see what happens maybe we get sued but that's a good story um yeah when we when the tvs like that come out i'm gonna get one yeah and talk about it on the levy denison General podcast presented by General Motors and Apple computers and Steve Jobs. Grave. (laughs) 
Steve Jobs' grave. <laughs> the grave itself has a fund. <laughs> I mean, that guy was pretty rich. He so. was. He was quite Who's rich. Who's to say the, his tomb does not have a, a bit of a liquidity you know, presented thing by going Apple. On. I don't think Apple presents things except for stuff on Apple TV Plus, right? Isn't this awesome? We like going to really be part of a, an exclusive club just yeah. by saying so. We're, we're just speaking into an existence, you know? I actually think this might be... It's either brilliant or terribly illegal. I'm not sure which. You know, Pandora has started doing podcasts, and I've started getting notifications from Pandora about their exclusive podcast cast mm. content. And it's kind of funny because it's all like washed up celebrities interviewing each other. It's like Jason Mraz interviews the Octomom on Pandora. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I do not understand our culture being so into celebrities. I, I understand that's the way it is. I get yeah. that. Like, but it's insane how much attention is paid to, you know, who fucking Brad Pitt is dating right now and people having an opinion about that. Like, who's Sammy Calipero dating? Well, he's dating, um, I guess I shouldn't say a real person because then it's, if it isn't true, which it's very unlikely. Well, he does mostly play online. It might be a her situation. Oh, when you said a her situation, I misunderstood. So you're saying he might be with an AI. Yeah. Because he plays online. An AI played by Scarlett Johansson's voice. Yeah. Yeah. I'd date that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd hit that. You can sort of hit it, right? I don't know. It's unclear. Well, there was that part in the movie when like a, a, 3D flesh and blood female showed up with, uh, right? And they like wore earplugs and it was sort of like it, but then he couldn't do it, right? He like sent her away or something. It was weird. Joakim. Great movie. You're joking? I said Joakim. Oh, Joakim. Joakim. Yeah. Joakim. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) We really, uh, second podcast of the day. I didn't sleep all last night. So that's what we get. Um, It's going to be better. It's going to be better. Let's talk about poker for a okay. bit. So Sammy Kelleparo, true online legend. Lars Luzak, yes. Yeah. He made one of the great folds of all time that we've never done a uh, uh, podcast on, but we might. We might. I mean, it's because it's been around since, what, 2012, whenever he did it. Yeah. And we weren't doing online hands for the longest time. But then, you know, the whole global pandemic thing happened, and Chit-chain. online hands became a little bit more appealing. Yeah. So maybe we'll do it. Yeah, we could always do a podcast on it, even if we don't do a video. Um we should at least watch the hand and see. I think it's going to be like startlingly insane, the fold. And yeah, they, and it might be something that we can't even analyze. That's, I'm yeah. afraid even all these years later that we're going to be like, yeah, I have no idea how he did that. Not really. But we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's the guy we're talking about here. He uh, he's, has over a million dollars in live caches as well, but really all his money's been made yeah, online. Yeah, he's an so. online legend. Yeah. Um, we don't know anything about his opponent, Rui Ferrer, but we well, know that he plays a lot of really high rollers live. He's played like 50Ks, yes. 100Ks. He's probably no slouch. He's probably no slouch. He's got over a million uh, in winnings as well, but when you're playing 50Ks and 100Ks, but it's not that shocking, yeah. right? Like he's probably, based on these numbers, I would guess he's probably at least live a loser. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean he's not very, very good. Right. I mean, small sample size and all. Yeah, and also if you're playing these 100Ks, you're usually playing against the very best in the world only. Right, right. And, and Dan Shack. <laughs> yeah, Dan Shack. He's got a large head. Dan Shack. Um, all right, suggested by Owen Abma. Owen's been suggesting pretty well recently. Been nice little clip. Nice little... He's like, you know, putting up nice veteran numbers. How would it be to go through life named Owen? Would that be a good thing? It's or, a weird name to pick out of all the names. Like, what's problem. weird? What is, do you find the name? Owen. Do you find the name know. Owen odd in some way? I do. Why? I just, I've never known an Owen. I think that's why. You, don't you feel like Owen Wilson is personable enough that it's as if you know him? <laughs> you know, Owen Wilson has said, uh, wow, the way he says wow. 
Um, wow. Yeah, wow. Sort of like that. <laughs> uh, in movies, something like 48 times. And someone did like uh, how much she's gotten paid in those movies and how much she's gotten paid per wow. And it's like something like $2.7 million per wow or something like that. So good job, Owen Wilson. Yeah, good job to Owen Wilson. I mean, who would think a guy like that, and I mean this in a friendly way because he's wonderful and funny and, and great, but like his nose is so like not part of his face originally. I mean, anyway. that is that nose made him a ton of money, I, I think. I understand, but like who would have thought that guy's going to be like a leading man movie star type guy right. because of that nose? You think it's impossible and yet it went the other way. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It was Good like for a him. distinguishing feature that worked for him. Yes, he made it work. And obviously he's got a lot of other things that are really working for him there, but still, it is like... I would have put a lot. I would have lost a lot of money on that one, like a lot of money. <laughs> well, we're talking about Owen Abma, not Owen. Oh, Wilson. okay. Yes, Owen Abma. Great, great suggester. Yeah, wonderful. Probably has a nice nose. Nothing weird about his name. Nothing weird about his nose. I can verify the nose part, not the name part. Right. Of course, his nose is because you're classical. Because you're still contemplating the name Owen. <laughs> you're yeah. Not what, sure. is, what is up with that? <laughs> it's a. I guess maybe it's a family name. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's a relatively <laughs> common name. I don't know anyone named Owen, so how common could it be? I don't know anybody named Rich, but it's a name. That do you know anyone named Richard or Dick? I don't think I do. In your life? Ever? Come on. Maybe. You went I, to school. Did there I? There's no Richards in your school Did ever? I? You claim to have gone to school. I've known Riches. I've known Richards. I think I've even known a few Dicks. Ha ha! <laughs> Let's <laughs> talk about the hand. Okay, okay. By the way, Owen suggested on Twitter, we are the poker guys on Twitter, include a YouTube link and a timestamp when you suggest a hand. All right, so we're playing for almost 60K here. Okay. 260 for first, 202 for second. Heads Heads up. up. Heads up. (laughs) (laughs) Blinds are 30K, 60K. Yeah. Rui or Ruin F. That's his online handle. That could mean lots of stuff. Who knows? Has 5 million in front of him. So we're deep because he's the effective stack. Okay. At 30k, 60k, he's got 5 million. Cool. Raises to 152k with 6-9 of spades in the small blind slash button. Neat. Cool. Sure. Sammy Caliporo in the big blind has 6.8 million, over 100 bigs as the chip leader. Three bets to 630k with two jacks. Yep. Standard stuff. Yep. Is it standard to call with 6-9 of spades in position? I mean, you're in position. It's suited. It's semi-connected. It's a pretty big three bet. I think it's pretty standard because we're in position and we're deep enough. You know, we started with like 90x, 90 some odd blinds, right? I think, I think it's standard to call here. It's not that big a, th- a three bet either. We're basically getting 4x'd. Yeah. You know? And we're in position. I, just don't, I think this hand's probably, if we're raising like almost all of our hands pre, then there's, there are a bunch of hands we're going to be able to fold here. Still. Well, I mean, it's not so obvious, right? Because like, I feel like 7-9 suited is obviously, yeah, you're not folding that. And 5-9 yeah. suited is obviously you're not calling that. You're folding 5-9 suited, right? I don't know. Uh, probably. It, if, if, if Lars Luzak isn't 3-betting me a lot, I'm folding it. If he's 3-betting me all the time. Then you're 4-betting it, I guess? Because calling sounds like... You can call with it. Your head's up in position and you're deep. You but his call. frequency doesn't matter that much when it's a hand like 5-9 suited. Well, it, it matters more, though, because if his frequency is very low, I think we should just fold, right? Yeah. Because like, now we're talking about... Like, one pair is not going to be good enough at the time. But if he's 3-betting a lot, we can call... And making a pair is going to be enough. Sometimes. Yeah, of course, not always. But like in this case, it wouldn't be enough even if he's three betting every time right, because he's got jacks. I feel like this is one of those things where you started at a position and you want to defend it. Yeah. But try to remove that. Put yourself in a spot where you're playing heads up and you have 5-9 suited. Are you actually calling? 
Um, not very often. Yeah. How about that? I'm not saying I, I would always fold, but I'm usually folding, I think. Because like you said, we have so many better hands we can call with. Here. Yeah. Like, so many better hands with high card value where, where if we make top pair or we make a pair, it's like top pair or among the top pairs. You know, I'd, ra- I'd much rather call with queen nine, obviously, than five nine suited. Queen nine off. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. So there's just a lot more hands we can have. Yeah. Six nine suited, I think, is a close one. Yeah. I think it's a call, but I hear what you're saying. I don't think it's... Uh, like, it wouldn't be awful if you folded. No. It but- would it's, it would be awful for us if you folded because it would be a bad breakdown hand. You would, you would be very upset. I I'd would be, like, be fine. I'd be like, why did we pick this hand? I, I guess we really like that three-bet sizing. Let's talk about it. What are we even doing now? We better, we better talk more about whatever it is we were talking about before. Names? Names. Stuff like that. Owen, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Yeah. How he got to be a star with that face. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. I mean, right? Wedding Crashers is a big hit. No, he was, he's funny and, and he has some heart. And sweet, and we all root for him. Drill bit Taylor, never saw it. And I would guess a lot of people would say he's very good looking. Also, when I say that face, like I would guess almost everyone who is into guys like Owen Wilson would be like, I'm into <laughs> Owen Wilson. Okay, okay. Did you ever see Drill bit Taylor? Of course, I did not. That's the one with uh, Billy Bob Thornton as the coach who marries his mom or something. Oh, I don't know. I think that's. Called- is he the coach? I don't know if there's a coach. <laughs> I think I think the thumbnail art is like oh. him wearing camo pants, skateboarding towards the camera, like okay, kind of but, in like a gnarly way. Okay, it's not the coach. <laughs> the the drill sergeant marries his mom, and that's Billy Bob Thornton. No, not, I don't. Is he the, is he the coach? I not? don't know. What, I never saw. I never saw it. <laughs> I never saw it. Who's the, who, all right, this is a new podcast. This is a new podcast. We take a movie that we have nothing, we know nothing about, and we make up the plot. Who's the coach in this movie? <laughs> Why is there a coach? Why does there be a coach? Drillman Taylor. He's the coach of a basketball team or something. I right? don't think so. He was just a drill sergeant. I don't think there's anything. I know. think he's a coach. What are you talking about I'm, drill sergeant for? Because drill bit. Do you know what a drill bit is? It's the beginning. It's the thing you put in the front of a drill, and it's a little dude, a little metal dude. It's a dude. You know what I mean? It's a little. Are metal you looking thing. up? Are you looking up drill bit? Taylor? Of course I am. All right, we got to do this. Before we got to find out who plays the coach. <laughs> There's no coach. Okay, first of all, Billy Bob Thornton is not it. The kids hire a low budget bodyguard to protect them from the playground bully. And I will say, I'm looking at the poster. He is indeed wearing camos and doing a kick at the uh, at a, at the audience. Uh, no at skateboard it. though. No skateboard. Budget bodyguard, Drillbit Taylor. So he's Drillbit Taylor. Yeah. There is no stepmom or stepfather. This is very disappointing. I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> I don't think I would. I don't think I would see this movie. <laughs> yeah, neither would I. <laughs> um, a 41 on Metacritic. That's not good. That's bad. That's really... You want to be at least in the 60s. You want to... If you're going to watch a bad Owen Wilson movie, at least watch Yumi and Dupree. I mean, that's heartbreaking, though. I mean, the ending, did you... Obviously, that, that's a sad ending. What happens? The The... The slow guy dies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that okay to say? I don't think so. I don't know if it is. Ah, who cares? Okay. Um, is, is, is he a slow guy? I don't even I don't know. know. I've never seen this movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you keep on making up blocks <laughs> of movies. <laughs> it's about a, a guy who like can't move quickly what is th- and gets cancer. What is the plot of Wedding Crashers? <laughs> Do you like think that's something else too? Wedding Crashers is the one with... Uh, Amy Sedaris, Sedaris yeah. as the inspiring writer. Inspiring writer, yeah, right. There's, yeah. That's basically. I it. can remember Wedding Crashers. Pretty it's black well. and white, and there's no words. Wedding Crashers has one of the great moments of all time in film for me, from comedy film, when Vince Vaughn is talking to the old guy, 
like the next morning. The and priest? It, no, no, just the old like the grandfather who's like at breakfast. And it's just the two of them. And Vince Vaughn like reveals something. I don't know what. And feels really close. He says, I'm coming in for the real thing. And comes in and like kisses the guy in the mouth. No, that guy's a priest. Well, then, yeah, the priest. Yeah. Is he a coach? He's the coach. Yeah, coach. Coach priest. Coach Drillbit. (laughs) Anyway, good, good, tough. Good stuff. Let's talk about the This is really just a great podcast. (laughs) Second podcast, man. These things happen. Okay. No one cares. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully they enjoy it. I don't even know if the stuff we said in this one is like okay to put out in the world. I'm not 100%. You just mean the stuff you said. Yeah, of course. Who cares what you said? I'm only worried about me. We're going to let you get canceled. Okay. All right. We're going to go to the flop because Ruin F does call with the six nine of spades. Again, we've got Jax for Sammy Caliparo. In position, Ruin F or Rui Ferreira calls six nine of spades. 1.275 million in the pot. Yeah. The flop is Jack of Diamonds, Deuce of Spades, Nine of Diamonds. Okay, so Sammy flops top set. Yep, and Rui flops middle pair, so he's going to lose some money. He's also got the backdoor flush draw. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's going to win some money, but mostly he's going to lose some money. Yeah, more losing than winning. Here's the deal. It goes check, check. What? Signify to me what this means using... (sighs) So Sammy is checking because... He's trying to rep like ace queen in, or tens or something. It seems like an odd time to check. I mean, the jack nine of diamonds is pretty wet. Yeah, I mean, obviously we have top sets, so we're crushing the board a little bit, but yeah. it isn't like it's ace nine four. Right. Like the nine is in play, the jack is in play. There's a lot of straight draws, there's flush draws. Wouldn't we see bet this most of the time? This is a surprising check. It is. Also surprising is Rui's check. With the 9-6 of spades, don't you think you'd expect him to protect his equity most of the time in a pot this size? It's significant. I would expect him to do it some of the time, but I would also definitely expect him to check a fair amount of the time here, especially, like, apparently Sammy is a little tricky. Yeah, seems like it. So that's a good reason to check. So he's already doing pot control and trying to set up bluff catching plays down the road, it feels like. Yeah, it's just a highly vulnerable hand. No question about it. No question. It's, uh, It's a tough spot for... It's going to be a tough spot for Rui unless he really starts improving quickly here. Because like if, if low cards come, if cards under the nine come, it's going to be really hard to fold. Well, right? that's Obviously fine. Gonna... That's fine. That's an outcome that you can strategically accept, right? Yes, because we're checking the fold. Right, but, but it's just the fact that any overcard is a problem except for a jack, really. Also, a diamond, a ten, I guess a ten is already yeah. an overcard, but a diamond is bad, too, yeah. for us, right, in right. our mind. And Although it, when, when he checks, because he could be check, checking a check raise once in a while with diamonds. Yeah. So he can still have that. I don't know. I just think they're both notable checks. I think they're, I guess Sammy's is a little stranger. I think it's, I think it's a lot stranger. I think it's a really strange to three bet, slam the flop, have the bet, the board be wet, the bet be bored. Yeah, the bet be bored. The bet can be ward as well. Mm-hmm. But the bet, <laughs> have the board be this wet and decide to check because it's just not something you'd, we'd expect to see very often. If Sammy had two tens, do we really think he would check this? I think he'd bet this a lot. He'd probably bet it a lot. He would check it sometimes. If you're giving him a traditional checking range, two tens might be the type of hand you give him. Maybe two eights is more. Yeah, because it's heads up. So you just think like, you're not too worried about the jack hitting your opponent. You're not too worried about getting raised. Maybe Rui is known to bluff a lot when given the opportunity. That is the reason to check, for sure. And then Rui's like, I don't have to bluff this time. I actually made something, so I can check it back. Yay, me. You know, something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's that's the best explanation for what's going on. The problem is we're deep enough as Sammy. Don't we want to try and start getting money in right away? I guess I guess we're I guess we're not so deep that we couldn't get it all in anyway. I guess we can still pull that off. It's just tougher now. We're gonna have to bet a lot bigger. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, I guess I mean, the best... Ex- two pot-sized bets left, right? I don't know really what the best, best explanation is. I also don't know what the explanation is for anybody who hasn't signed up for Nitrogen. Whoa. Using the link in the description of the podcast. They're, they're basically lighting money on fire, which is an antiquated reference to a podcast. Um, but yeah, it's a really good deal if you use that link because you get access to the Poker Guys monthly tournament, Jonathan. Yeah. That's a good tournament. Tell them why. Well, it's great for a number of reasons. The best reason is because all they do is shovel money at you. Yeah. They, uh, they guarantee 1,000 buy-ins into the pot no matter what. And guess what? The field tops out at 300 players, so there's going to be at least 700 buy-ins. Extra overlay just laying around for you to win, and usually a lot more than that. Usually it's more like 800, 850, some crazy amount of buy-ins just sitting there. It's a very cheap tournament to play as well. It's a tenth of a mil bit, which these days, as we're recording, is something like $3.70 or so. I mean, are you kidding? Why wouldn't you want to win like $3,700 worth of free money? I mean, not that you could actually win that no, much because you, you, you get, get like win, a quarter You can win whatever first place yeah, is in It's that. like $1,000 or something. Yeah. But um, that's pretty amazing. And by the way, because it's online and all that, it goes really fast anyway. So like, it's not going to be like all day to win this money. It's, no, it's super sweet. spend a couple hours on a Sunday and, you know, just cash in on that equity. Yeah. And of course, you know, you don't have to finish in first to do very well. Also, there's sports betting. There's casino games. If you win money, you can withdraw it really quickly. It's Bitcoin only, and it takes 90 minutes to get your money to your Bitcoin wallet. It's yours. No longer Nitrogens. Yeah. They don't mess around with that. They're really good at that. Get on Nitrogen. Get you some poker. Do the stuff. All, All right. Things. We've got hey, the yeah. check, check. I'm Jack, nine, deuce, two diamond board with a set of jacks for Sammy Calipuro and nine, six suited. I would like to say one thing quickly. Rui. Just before we did that ad, I said that he has two pot-sized bets left, and I want to clarify. What I meant by that was um, sort of in, in an exponential way. Meaning yes. like pot-sized bet on the turn in F were to be called in a pot-sized bet on the river. You were going to get called out for that I just one. don't want to confuse people. Okay. The turn is the type of card that Rui was looking for when he checked back. It's a yep. three of clubs. Yeah. Also, of course, Sammy's happy because he still has the nuts. So that's pretty good. Everybody's happy with that card. Yep. Turns out the three of spades would have been a little better for good old Rui, because now he's drawing dead, Grant. He is. So Sammy Caliparo now with the set of jacks probably has to start betting. I mean, the check back on the flop was not the ideal situation. Let's just hope that the guy has something he can call with at this point, right? He's often going to have something he can call with when he checks back, but certainly not always in a three-night pot. Maybe he has a few hands that are like the six, seven of clubs that are just going to give up. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I know you three bet. I'm yeah. not gonna, I know you're calling this flop. I don't want to get into a whole thing that right now. Like, whatever. It's not that big a deal to, to like, not win this pot. Right. Yeah. So Sammy is going to bet. Cool. How much would you bet if you were Sammy with a set of jacks? Guys, check back on the flop. Jack, or- nine, deuce, three, two diamonds. Um, I would say a normal bet sizing here would be something like two-thirds of the pot on the turn. With the intention of getting called by mostly check back nines, deuces, and ace highs? Yeah, there could be some pocket pairs in there. They call yeah. it a three-bet pre. Um, but yes, like there's a lot, like hands that had equity on the flop that were draw equi- that had draw equity, a lot of them would have bet. Yeah. So not thinking too much about that, but they're going to call, all, like any hand that's made is really going to be forced to call. Maybe some of the ace highs can decide to fold depending if they want to, right? But any pair really has to call this turn bet, right? You'd think. So that's pretty good when he checks back. Like, sure, he's going to have some folds, but whatever. I want to I give myself a shot to, like, bet big now and bet bigger on the river, right? Yeah. Well, Sammy does about that. He bets 855 and 1.275 million. Yeah. So that's actually almost exactly two-thirds of the pot. Nice job, Sammy. Congratulations. In fact, that's like 
really almost exactly. It's 5,000 more than two-thirds of the pot. What an incredible moment in life. Sammy! You're an online legend, buddy. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Rui can't fold his nine, right? No chance. This is We did all of this so he would bet, right? Yeah. We checked it back so he would bet in case if he didn't have anything. And on this card, we're always calling. And that's what Rui does. Not much else to say, right? Cool. Nothing to say there. Super straightforward. 2.98 million in the pot now. It's getting a little bit real. River's the ace of hearts. That's a bit interesting. Sammy's got plenty of those in his range. Rui's got some of those in his range, too. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I mean, maybe Rui even folds hands like ace eight without any further equity. I don't know when Sammy bests two-thirds of the pot on the turn. It's unclear. He might, he might fold that. Yeah. But he might have... Um, well, what hand, he can have like ace four, ace five, and bigger aces. Yeah. Right? If he has like ace... He's certainly not folding ace queen on the turn, right? No. He's just going to feel like he has to call. Might have four bet that preflop. Yeah, he probably fours bet. Probably a lot of the time he four bets. That's true. So ace 10 is the, is the question. Yeah. That's the only ace left that yeah. isn't uh, a straight draw anyway. So, but there's some. There's a few aces anyway that could have gotten there. The other aces that get there are the aces that make two pair. Yes, but I think all of this to say that uh, Sammy has more aces in his range than Rui. I think Sammy yeah. has plenty of big aces and not so, so big aces that might play this exactly this way so far. So far, I agree. So with 2.98 million in the pot, should Sammy bet or check and hope for a bluff? Uh, I think Sammy should probably bet. If Sammy was bluffing, this is a card he would bluff on, right? Yeah. Um, if he has like king-queen... He's probably betting the flop a lot with King Queen in fairness. But if but if he has a hand like that or King Ten, he's, something like that. He's a good player. He's gonna have some balance. If he's gonna check a set of jacks, he's gonna yeah. check some deceptive hands that sure. also have draw equity. Agreed. Agreed. These are those are exactly the kind of hands that would bomb this river sometimes, right? Yeah. When the ace comes. It's like a perfect spot really to bomb. If he has a hand like two sixes, I'm not sure what he's doing with this. Does he turn it into a bluff? I don't when know. When the ace comes, it's kind of a good card to turn it into a bluff where you're like, I'm losing. Sometimes, but maybe you think you're winning enough that you can check two sixes. I mean, four five got there, which I guess Rui mm-hmm. has a little bit more of four five suited. Yeah. He's probably calling the turn with that when he turns the open ender. Yeah, I think he has to call yeah. the turn with that. Or he could raise sometimes with it too, though, right? He could. The thing a raise is like a committing raise at yeah, this point. It kind of sucks. sucks. But putting in two thirds of the pot with like five high doesn't sound like a great plan, so... Uh, so, so he'd have to at least, if he's going to call, he'd have to at least be bluffing a lot of rivers yeah. if, if he's not going to raise it. Right. right. Wouldn't have to bluff, obviously, now because he got there. Yeah, and, and it could really make sense that Sammy could have a hand just like two tens. Yeah. They play it just like this or eight, king nine. I guess he could have ace nine, though, also, and play it just like this. But, and he could have ace king, he could have ace queen coming into the river anyway. Well, here's the deal. Sammy moves in yeah. for 3.6 million effective, which is Rui's stack. That changes some of the range a little bit. Yeah, so I guess this is Sammy, like, Plan A is Rui just made aces up, right? That's like plan yes. A. That's that, like you have to call. Yeah. So is this a good move against hands like Rui has, which is kind of what it looks like Rui has a lot of the time? Like a nine, a yeah. nine an orphany nine. Yeah, like is this just too much against those types of hands? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. Like Rui kind of has to fold this hand and all the hands that go along with it, you would think. Like all these, we block top pair, what well, was top pair anyway until the river. Um, with the jacks. Yeah. It's hard to believe Rui has very many jacks. Right. So like a nine or like two sevens or something like that yeah. feels like in play. He certainly could have had ace high on the turn and, and get there, but is he like with ace four or ace five? Rui, yeah. Yeah, but is he going to call this huge bet on the river? He, he might, just based on distribution. He that's might. That's going to be pretty high in his distribution. That's a good point. That's a good point. 
Um, so maybe, maybe that'd be the reason to shove. Yeah. We have to believe he's calling like ace four to be able to make this shove. Right? I agree with that. Otherwise, what are we doing? There just isn't enough aces up here. Like the only aces up are like ace nine, ace deuce, ace three, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's four betting some, those some of the time pre-flop. Maybe he's betting those sometimes on the flop, you know? So... Yeah, I think we're hoping for aces up, and secondarily, we're hoping for ace four or ace five, which I think I think ace four and ace five, if Rui is going to use distribution, probably have to call against this line. I think so, based on what we're saying. We think, like, this is about as good as it gets for him. Yeah. Like, there's just not enough combos of ace aces up for him to not call ace four, ace five. He's like, I guess I can have ace ten, and then the next best hand is, like, ace five, right? So, But you can't really expect a nine to call, but Rui's no. in the tank. A what? He's in the tank. He's in the tank? He's thinking about it. What? What's he going to do? All right. So I guess the first question we have to ask ourselves is, Rui, if we're considering this call, is would Sammy do this with big aces? Right. Ace king. Can you yeah. shove ace king? Here's the first question, right? I think probably. These guys are probably at a level where, where you yeah. can give Sammy ace king and ace queen. I think so, too. Like, you figure, like, Sammy can shove ace queen because he feels he's never up against ace king. Yeah. Um, if you're against aces up, that sucks, but... Maybe it's worth going for it anyway. There aren't that many combos of aces up. Like yeah. ace jack is almost impossible to be up against. It is different. Like we were just talking it's about what, what, what Sammy's trying to get called by with his set of jacks and it included aces up and then the ace four, ace fives of the world. Sure. If we remove the aces up, it gets a lot more thin. Right. Well, when I say aces up is almost impossible, I just mean like ace jack is very unlikely. Yeah. Your ace jack either four bets pre or bets the flop a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we're down to ace nine, ace three, ace two. So there just aren't that many combos of it. That's right. All. That's that's the problem with that. Um, but we are getting called by those, which is bad if we have ace king or ace queen. Right. That is bad. And we're not entirely sure we're getting called by the ace wheel hands. We right. also block the ace wheel hands. Right. Yeah. There's only there's less of them. Well, because same have, with the two pair hands, obviously. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm saying we've all the hands that mm. might call us. Of course, the two pair hands yeah. we don't want to call us. So that or, you know we yeah. we don't want there. So that's fair. I guess you're right. Um, the problem with shoving ace king is, as we're saying, because we we knock out a bunch of the combos on both sides, but still we knock out a bunch of the combos. Is anything else going to call us? Like if somehow uh, Rui has jack ten, decides to check back the flop, decides like I'm just going to like play this differently this time, not betting top pair, which is not impossible. Yeah, you could do that. Call the turn, and here we are. Is he going to call this river shove? With Jack 10. Because he's really, calling, what the fuck? I really think it all comes down, to, like, this is a circular thing now, because yeah. it, it all comes down to my initial question of, is Sammy doing this with single aces, big aces? Right. I, th- well, it's, like you said, it's circular, because the only yeah. way Sammy should be able to do it with the, with the big aces is if he thinks he can get called by Jack 10, I think. Like, if he can't get called by Jack 10, he probably shouldn't shove Ace King. Yeah. Is he getting called by Ace King? I get maybe the answer is sometimes Sammy shoves ace king and sometimes he doesn't because it's like so that way make it really tough and maybe. it's that close. That's where the line is. Does that mean he's not shoving ace queen or is ace queen's probably part of the same group of ace king? So maybe I, you shove ace king, you don't shove ace queen only because not, not because you're worried about the difference in rank, but as a way to balance or something. So like half the time you're shoving, half the time you're not with the big ace. Well, here's the deal. Rui is considering calling with just a nine. Yep. That means to me that Rui believes that Sammy's probably not doing this with any one pair hands. That is correct. Or else the value range is just too wide yep. to, to consider calling with a nine. If we think ace, queen, and ace, king are in there, boy, they could have played it like this. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, so what, what are the two pair of hands? So ace, jack feels pretty unlikely. For Sammy to have? Yeah. Yeah. We assume he's betting that on the flop. Ace, nine feels like it's right there. Yeah. Ace, nine, I completely believe. I guess ace, deuce makes yep. sense. I see ace, deuce. Ace, three makes sense. Yep. That's it. Yep. Okay. 
Um, and it turns out there's other value too. It yeah, turns out there's some sets. Probably you would never think he had a set of jacks. No. You'd think maybe a set of deuces or a set of nines because... A set of threes makes a lot yeah. of sense. Although, no, I don't know. Maybe you think a set of jacks is more likely than those other ones because you'd want to bet those other ones more if you're Sammy on the flop. Right, because the jacks are yeah. more hittable. So you, you just, I would just assume he's betting all his sets though, yeah, you'd, on you'd, this wet flop. You would expect that. So I would, I wouldn't. You obviously can never against a great player. You can't completely eliminate all combos of almost anything, right? But you, it feels like you can eliminate almost all the sets. Like there's very few sets in this spot. Turns out here's one of them. So that that sort of sucks. Um, but if we can eliminate that, we're really just down to the combos of aces up, right? Yeah, and maybe like two combos of sets. But besides that, the aces up combos of which there are. I guess there's a fair amount, right? There's nine combos of each uh, of ace nine, ace three, and ace deuce. I guess. Oh no, we have a nine, so actually less than that. Six, nine, and nine. So there's 23 combos. Give it two combos. There's like 25 combos if you include two combos of sets as well for value. I don't know if there's any other obvious value here. He's never shoving kings. And then the bluffs are just. I think you have a weak hand, and I'm gonna. And the ace is better for my range than yours, so I'm gonna bluff. Maybe. Could it be that something like, I have a deuce, I bet the turn, you called, and then this ace what game... What deuce did he three bet with? I mean, it's unlikely yeah. that he was three betting any deuce other than ace deuce. Yeah, that's a good point. And ditto with a three. Like yeah. three, four suited. Seems unlikely. Yeah. Possible, but unlikely. Okay, that's fair. Um, maybe he could have a, uh, like a flush draw straight, a combo draw that he was going to check raise the flop with, or overs. I guess that would be a combo draw if it's king, queen of diamonds anyway, or queen, jack of diamonds. I mean, it's all random, right? Then, like, you're not blocking anything that you want to block. Nope. You are not. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's hard to come up with bad hands that he does this with, right? When the ace comes. Right. I feel like, I feel like a deuce is the best hand to do it with once you're here, but it's just so hard to imagine him three-betting a non-ace deuce because you block a set of deuces, which is Rui's most likely super strong value hand, right, mm-hmm. as played. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think if that, um, that Lars Luzak is going to take, like, pocket eights and shove the river as a bluff. It, Lars Luzak would think a deuce or a three is in his opponent's range enough of the time after it goes check, check, back yeah. call, that he can check and hope to win with his eights. I, I don't think he needs to turn into a bluff in his mind. You agree with that? Yeah, I think so. So that knocks out a bunch of other possible bluffs. Like all these one pair turn into bluff hands, I don't think there are any. I think maybe Rui got caught on the idea that he doesn't believe Sammy would shove any one pair ace because Rui ends up calling. Yeah. He calls with a 9-6, gets wow. second place in the tournament, that's it, it's over. Bink, done. Yeah. It's crazy how these things can go where you just like make a decision. 90 blinds. I know. Well, the, this is the power of the three bet. Even with the check, because Sammy three bet pre, it was possible. Now he still had to overbet the pot. Yeah. Kind of significantly, right? Like 20% more. Yeah. 3.6 into three. Man, I, I wonder what uh, Lars or Sammy's... Uh, frequency is when he bets this much on the river in this kind of a spot heads up to win the tournament that he's bluffing i just I, wonder i don't know it's hard to know either way he won the tournament yeah good for him music is my sunlight and all i need is one mic and i can show every single mc how it's done right every time i come by i'm bound to leave him so tired i'm sipping on liquor a quitter is what i'm not we got one life and i took a minor break but i'm back to claim the throne and gonna be traveling the globe we still have time to make it